This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash K Kersey. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndiePolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. Well, I hate everyone, and so we're going to talk about that. The, the government. The government has gone to hell, and so we'll we'll discuss that. And who could who better could we discuss that with than our good friend, uh, political guru, data analyst, historian Scott Strong? Scott, how's it going? Great. Um, okay, so in just a little bit, we're going to get to uh, this Indiana Senate primary, which is shaping up very fast, mm-hmm. and uh, it's already getting uh, it's already getting fascinating uh, to me because it seems like every time we start earlier and yes. and earlier, right? And uh, so there's some big ones that are uh, basically have announced they're in, and then there's another maybe maybe major big one. That's going to get in, so we'll talk about it in just a moment. But first, I'm so mad at the Republicans. And I said this, I've said this several times on the show. Every year I vote for fewer and fewer Republicans mm-hmm. because I'm getting pretty good at looking at the ballot and going, that one's a liar, that one's a liar, <laughs> that one's a liar. Uh, this uh, Obamacare 2.0 thing, which will be voted on tomorrow in the House of Representatives, the Republicans are just pathological liars, are they not? They're having a tough time, you know, for a team that's had almost eight years to put together something um, of another sort to come up with. It's amazing um, that they had one stance and now all of the things that they wanted to do that they talked about eight years ago. Now they're having a hard time transitioning that into legislation. Because I want to say for year, I'm sorry, for years I've wanted to say, well, there's always some excuse. Mm-hmm. It's like and it's not meant to in any way. Uh, minimize people that go through this sort of thing but if you're in a relationship with someone with some sort of problem whatever it is and you always find an excuse for that person whether it's addiction or whatever the person the other person in the relationship a lot of times has a responsibility to step up and say 
no, you're just this, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. And at some point, we have to, the American people just have to look at the Republican Party and say, there's no more excuses. You're just pathological liars. Yeah, so there's been a lot of excuses just like that. It's like, when I get a new job, when I get a majority in the House, when I get a majority in the Senate, oh, no, when we get a, when we get a president that's got an R next to his name. Now, for me, this is fascinating because uh, there was so much low-hanging fruit Mm-hmm. that they could have grabbed, such as tax reform, yes. which they would have had the votes to move through, mm-hmm. that they chose to take this on immediately. And I'm uh, the same re- reason I was perplexed with it when Obama did it, because they're, you know, politics is about wins. It's right. about running up the score. And I'm for that this was the first thing they chose to take on, knowing, you know, we're coming up to the House of Representatives vote on this, and they don't have the votes. Yeah, so that's what it seems like right now. The Freedom Caucus, which is the very conservative wing of the Republican House, is basically kind of saying, hey, we're not going to go for what you got because they don't like the legislation that's coming forward. It's interesting that they campaigned for years on a core set of principles saying, hey, we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. If we win, we're going to do this. And it started with the repeal of Obamacare. Then they started talking about the ideas on how to fix the insurance industry in this country. And like, not only is there not an... like a repeal, I mean, they say there is, but there's not. Because you can't, right. you, it's like, I keep equated this the other day on WIBC to bankruptcy. Like, a lot of times a company will file for bankruptcy just to clear the deck yes. and start over and say, we're starting mm-hmm. from scratch. Yep. Obamacare needs to declare bankruptcy so you can clear the deck and start over, right? Yeah, because it's going it's going bankrupt now. The process and the, what they've got in place is not working, and it's heading towards a crash here this next year. But they are keeping some of the core tenants of Obamacare, which it's like a company that has a bad business plan, uh, refusing to file for bankruptcy, keeping the bad business plan, and not being able to make any money. You're never going to be able to make money with that with the core tenets of a bad business plan. That's right. And then there's always been some things that Trump has already done in some executive orders like saying, hey, IRS, you're not going to go after these young people that aren't paying their bills or paying you know, the penalty for not signing up. Let's talk about the young people. I was reading an article the other day that said that one of the major issues with, and I think it was on Politico, that one of the major issues on how to fix the insurance industry is one of the most popular provisions of Obamacare, which says uh, as long as you allow young people to stay on their in- parents' insurance until they're 26, mm-hmm. they'll never feel feel the need to buy insurance. That's right. But they said the catch-22 of that is those tend to be middle to upper class working people who (laughs) will vote and if you make that provision they will vote you out so how do you fix the issue yeah that's a tough one because there's a lot of different uh, there's a lot of different plans there's a lot of different ideas so obviously what the house is trying to do is this tax credit you know you're going to say hey instead of this person paying six hundred dollars in penalty um, which is what they're getting it up to now they want to want to give you know two thousand twenty six hundred dollar tax credit back to those people to allow them to pay for it but again it's basically get it to them for free right and the i've heard i've seen a lot of people post this and um um, it, it's an interesting thought. Some of them are partisan people, so I know they have an end game. Yes. But they said, if I don't have the money up front, the tax credit on the end doesn't help me. 
That's exactly right. So here's the thing, you know, you've got somebody in their 20s that's very healthy, that has their whole life ahead of them, that sees no catastrophic thing coming down the pipe, and even though it could, um, they just aren't incentivized to do it. And so here's the thing, my 50 bucks to go out and live a good life this weekend is not contrary, is contrary to what you want me to do in 50 years. Senator Rand Paul has become one of the biggest critics of this uh Obamacare 2.0, and he makes a very good point. By the way, Paul would have been a great president had he not totally wimped out in that first debate and started <laughs> whining about Trump. I was on the Paul train, and then I saw that, and I said, we can't have that. Okay. That guy can't be Clinton. Um, he, he can't even whine his way out of the first debate. Uh, but he made, you know, he has made the best point, which is this thing is so broken, you can't fix it. You have to let it die and then come <laughs> back in some new form. And the Republicans... They can't be this stupid. They've just got to be pathological liars. Yeah, so the Republicans, the one thing that they, they're doing right now is they're saying, hey, anything that anybody likes about Obamacare, they seem to be trying to keep that, like to gather votes. But the reality is those things that some people like are the things that are killing the program. Are they doing this because they don't have ideas? I mean, was this all just a big charade the past seven years? Well, it seems like that's the case right now, um, but they have had good ideas about how to put it there. I think the biggest thing that they don't want is the negative press of having this many million people thrown off of this program and make them look like the Grinches. One of the other problems that has emerged from this, and you know the media is always going to find the story they want, so it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that these people that they're finding are the average Trump voter or Trump supporter is everybody wants government out of their lives until the government has something to hand to them. That's right. And a lot of people in these federally dependent states, which, by the way, I got a thing yesterday, and I think we're going to work on getting an interview on this, that Indiana is the 10th most federally dependent state in in the country. Um, Oh, the federal money dries up. So do the goodies. Yes. And so, hey, let's take a look at this. This is very very true because here's one of the things that the Republican congressmen are hitting with. <clears throat> the hospitals have made out very well with Obamacare because now all of a sudden all these people that they would have had to provide medical services for that they didn't get reimbursed, they now send the bill to the federal government and get their money. So if the Republicans come in and gut this program, all of a sudden several of these hospitals go from the black to the red ink very quickly because it's now they've got anybody that walks in they get reimbursed for yeah and and again it's you can't save a program where the core tenants if if your if your goal is that we're going to try to make uh insurance competitive and lower the price that Mm -hmm. way you can't save a program where the core tenants are it's not competitive that's right i mean they obamacare essentially eliminated competition and Mm -hmm. we have seen yeah it's great the people that got insurance but that's been on the backs of people losing their insurance and skyrocketing premiums for people who are doing things the right way yeah and and so part of the issue here is i mean how people go about their health care we have a a a part of the population that doesn't make a doctor's appointment if i have anything wrong i may even call an ambulance to take me to the emergency room if i have something that's not contrary to a medical emergency but when they're there where they have insurance or they don't have insurance that medical facility is by law forced to treat them yeah and it's to me the the and this is a this is a somewhat controversial law but i get it and if the framework is 
that you we have to prevent you from being a burden on society, which a lot of people forget was a tenant of the Republican health plan in the 90s mm-hmm. was Heritage Foundation, conservative groups like yep. this talked about in in vagities. I mean, they yeah. went, some of them had specific policy proposals, but at least in general, how do you prevent me or you from being a burden on society, which we do have some obligation to do? Uh, auto insurance in Indiana, I think, is a decent blueprint for that, which says, look, you have to have insurance to prevent yourself from being a burden on society. So if you hit someone... That you're, that person's covered to get their car fixed, but right. you're not required to have insurance on your car. That's you right. believe you can pay for your car. So you know, is the framework and this idea of universal health care requiring people to have insurance is a is a non-starter for a lot of people. But is the idea to say, look, you do have to have some sort of coverage for medical bills above five thousand or ten thousand dollars, but you don't have to have a plan that's going to cost you. $900 a month and and covers everything under the sun. Yeah, this is this is goes back to the old tenant of, you know, so I have insurance you know, I have a little bit of higher deductible, and then I hit an uninsured motorist hits me. They get away basically scot free, and then I have to my insurance rates goes up, and I have to pay the deductible. It's like people are taking things out of the mini fridge yeah. <laughs> because they don't have to pay for it. Yeah, it's it it. it and in Indiana, your insurance doesn't go for tire changes or oil changes no. or realignments. It goes for catastrophic coverage. That's right. Which keeps, if you have that sort of coverage, uh, it keeps your premium very, very affordable. Yes. Uh, then unless, of course, you're going down Interstate 40 and hit a deer, then yes. you've got to have a very knowledgeable father-in-law who can help put your car back together. But Yeah. Uh, well, we have some other issues here, too, and it, and we have a really blessed country with abundant wealth. Let's take a look at China. China does things a little bit different in their healthcare system. They have an MRI machine, and so if you go to give an MRI, you could get any time within a 24-hour period. So if they have a, a free slot at 3 a.m. in the morning, guess what? You're getting your MRI at 3 a.m. in the morning because they fully use that machine which lowers the cost of that and so this is the part of the equation in the healthcare that's not been addressed is the cost reductions and the best operational efficiencies of our medical system yeah it's so screwed up and Rand paul's right you got to scrap the whole thing and start over Mm -hmm. and if uh these people that are leading themselves a slaughterhouse amazing to me because if if this thing passes it won't work and then the gop owns healthcare and it's bye-bye gop in 2018 Yeah, they're going to have some real problems. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, the U.S. Senate primary in Indiana, that's the big race next year. Uh, The seat currently held by friend of the show, Joe Donnelly. The Republicans are lining up, and a big name may be getting in. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, 
Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall along with political historian data guru Scott Strong. We are, uh, well, last segment we talked a little bit about the Obamacare 2.0 bill. And now it's on to local politics. And coming up in 2018, Indiana has a big Senate race. Senator Joe Donnelly up for re-election. But before we get to the uh, fall matinee, the fall main event, there's going to be a GOP Senate primary, and some big names are already out in the open. Scott, before we get to the names and some of these people, and maybe a surprise name that might get in, I am floored at how open uh, the perennial frontrunners are on this. I was yes. talking yesterday on the show. Normally, it's like, uh, no, you know, I'm pretty happy with what I've got. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's a miracle. I'm in the race. Yes. These guys, uh, these frontrunners are out there already saying, oh, yeah, 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 I want this job. They're lining up early. And I think part of that is because they want to lock up some of the support. And there are, right now, the battle is not so much about name recognition. It's about putting your team together of who's going to be on your team and who's going to be out there in the trenches. And this was very important for Todd Young and his win over Evan Bayh. Yeah, it's interesting because the people are already starting to call me. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they would call me because they said, hey, you've got a lot of influence. Nobody listens to me. But <laughs> uh, but it's interesting to me that they're out there openly talking about it. Yep. And, of course, the big names that are rumored to get in uh, are – well, not even rumored. I think we're just going to say they're getting in. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of a – I think sort of a miracle at this point. These two guys are going to get in. And it is Luke Messer, mm-hmm. uh, congressman. Uh, was from Indiana, of course, and uh, Messer was rumored to be uh, Donald Trump's education secretary as yes. a finalist for the yep. while, for a while. And then our own Congressman Todd Rakita, yes, former Secretary of State, also in former Dan Coats aide Mark Hurt. Yep. 
And uh, there's a big name that's been floated out there, sort of the rumor gossip mill that would totally put the race on its head. Yes. What is his name? That name is Peyton Manning. Now, why would Peyton Manning, uh, a guy who seemingly has all sorts of money, Mm -hmm. free time, children... Why would he want to do this? You know, that's a good question. I think right now that this is the GOP dream candidate that's out there. We've not heard anything from Peyton, but his name has been floating around already at a couple of Lincoln Day dinners. Um, he does have a close relationship with Mike Pence, and, um, you know, his his pluses are, are huge, instant name ID, but he has been a Republican. He has spoken at a Republican event for uh, Donald Trump, and, you know, this is a guy that's pretty business savvy and has given a lot of money back. Back to the community. So we don't know if Peyton's really in or if this is just people trying to get things going, but his name has been mentioned at a couple of Lincoln Day dinners. The celebrity candidate, we'll call him that. Yes, that's uh, exactly. Uh, is usually the name pops up when people are unhappy with the choices. Yes. Um, I would think on paper, Rakita and Messer would be two choices that people would be somewhat happy with. Rakita, one multiple times statewide. Messer, a very well-known, pretty well-liked candidate, at least in the GOP circles. I'm a little bit floored that some of the people are out there wishing for somebody else. Yeah, so, you know, the the nice thing is um, the the, the bench is deep in Indiana. So, but the the thing is, there's not a heavyweight name. I mean, Evan Bayh was a heavyweight name. Um, Todd Young, let's say he was in a heavyweight name. He was somebody who had dethroned somebody, had gotten some name recognition down in his district. But we're looking for, there's not like, it's not like Mitch Daniels is getting in. There's no 800-pound gorilla coming in. So there, you know, there's always people looking for something else, I guess. Now, I saw a release uh, yesterday, I guess it was, or they're out, they're putting it out there. I don't know if they publicly, publicly released it, but they're releasing it to the people they want to know about it, that uh, Messer is starting to release the names from his statewide fundraising apparatus, and mm-hmm. it has the usual suspects of if these guys are on your team, you usually win, the Bob Grands of the yes. world. So uh, very clear uh, first uh first uh, strike there on the part of Messer. Yeah, so Messer's moving to as the establishment candidate. I've got all the people supporting me. I've got the financial wherewithal. Of course, the the fact that um, Rakita is only $73,000 behind, um, which is a big issue um, behind Donnelly, which means absolutely nothing. It just means that they have a lot of money to spend in the primary. Now, <laughs> both of these guys, and, and this, this is another, another caveat to this. You mentioned the money. In the U.S. Senate primary last year, Stutzman got eviscerated uh, by outside money. And in the past, in a, in a Republican primary, whether it was a congressional race, mm-hmm. gubernatorial race, whatever, being the insurgent Tea Party uh, conservative candidate was a huge help because you had the grassroots people yes. behind you. But last year, outside groups came in and said, we're not having another Murdoch. That's right. We're not going to let this happen. We're going to put millions and millions of dollars behind the guy that we think won't say anything stupid. Um, and to me, it would seem that even though Rakita can raise a lot of money, he's got a history of saying some things that are somewhat controversial on television and in print. And you may see a repeat of this 
with uh, the GOP establishment saying we are going to go with the safe, the safer route. Yeah, what Todd Young did was he won the battle in Washington last time against Marlon Stutzman, meaning the senatorial Republican Senatorial Committee put big bucks into the primary, which turned the tables on Stutzman. So while Stutzman had a much better ground game in the primary, the overall air war that Todd Young was able to wage was just un, was unfathomable. I was talking with somebody about this yesterday. I said it was a because of course I work for Stutzman, and it was a very eye opening experience because. You put it in perspective when you can run a television ad in, in an Indianapolis market mm-hmm. and the amount of money that Young had coming in from outside groups, he could run literally nonstop television ads in yep. Indianapolis. You can reach more people in one ad than almost a whole team can reach in a day of doing doors. Yes. And that's what, to, to, for all the new media and everything, traditional television and politics still does pretty well because the people that watch the nightly news tend to be primary voters. Yeah, and that's what that's what California has done for years. If you can't get on the air in California, you're a nobody in these these races. So in Indiana, is starting to turn that way. The amount of money, and it's a lot of people are like, well, these guys going to spend their money before they get to Donnelly. No, there will be more money that will come in afterwards. And Todd Young had spent most of his money, but his campaign coffers were filled up, and he actually did outspend and buy, even though he was behind him in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, buy started with like nine million bucks. Yeah, he and, did. And uh, it, yeah, it, it's interesting too. We talked about this Monday on the show. I said the the fundraising totals put this in perspective of how the average person cannot win because the average guy, like this Mark Hurt guy. I mean, he's not mm-hmm. an average guy, but he's no. way, way, way behind. Rakita and Messer, who are relatively unknown congressmen. I mean, mm-hmm. they, you know, they're yeah. somewhat known in our state, but not really. I mean, if you ask somebody outside of our, uh, uh, Messer's district who Messer is, they probably don't don't know yeah. unless they're connected. Um, they're they still have over a million dollars each. Yes, they do. So if so, if we're both unknowns, and you start with a million dollars ahead of me, how am I going to catch up? It's going to be very hard. I can get my name recognition out there very quickly on a one-weekend ad. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and somebody told me this the other day, too, that I thought was pretty insightful. They said, Trump has inspired a bunch of these no-name guys to think that they can come out and be Trump, and there's only one Trump because he started with 17 million Twitter followers and That's a television right. show. Yeah, you, you need to be a celebrity like a Peyton Manning to get in and have that name recognition of something else that can transverse over to this. All right, let's say you're Manning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. wish you were Manning. Oh, yes. Pretty good life, right? Now, my claim to fame is I once had a closer seat at a Bruce Springsteen concert than Peyton Manning. He oh, was wow. A, he was a few rows behind me. All right. And uh, I waved back at him and said, ha sucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but you he wish did, you were me. <laughs> yeah, but he probably went back door, backstage to meet him personally. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you, you know, it's, uh, you know, you got to get, you got to yeah. take what you can get, right? That's I mean, right. being three rows closer than Peyton Manning, you know, <laughs> when you're 22 years That's old, right. you know, what do you have, really? Scott. That's right. Uh, anyway, uh, why would what what would it take for him? Let's just pretend. What would it take for him to want to get into this? You know, that's a good question. He's done a lot. I guess the guy's bored and he's tired of eating pizza. You know? <laughs> I mean, he does all these pizza ads. Um, but uh, really, reality is, is if he has some burning desire that he's kept under wraps the whole his NFL football career that he wants to get in, it is a very nice thing. I mean, you look at Al Franken. Why did he want to become a senator? There is a lot of power and prestige. And how do you take your celebrity status to the next level? This could be possibly that. Or maybe he has 
has some burning issue that he wants to bring out. I still think he's probably just the dream candidate. I, we haven't heard anything from Peyton, so um, the question is is whether he's really interested or not. And the you talk about that dream candidate stuff. We've seen that before in both parties. You know, what does this guy really know about mm-hmm. infrastructure? Of course, what do these guys now really know? They're proving yeah. they don't know much. But but what are his views? You know, Schwarzenegger was that dream candidate. Yep. He got in there, and he was a total dud. Mm-hmm. You know, so you better be careful for what you wish for. All right, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. We'll talk a little bit about this uh, this Rhodes funding bill. Let's head over to the Senate. We'll uh, put a bow on today's show. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall, along with the political historian, data guru, Scott Strong. Uh, last segment, we were talking a little bit about uh, Manning getting into, potentially getting into that U.S. Senate primary here in Indiana, Peyton Manning. And, uh, you know, I was thinking in the, during the break, it's we were laughing. It, it's like when you're going after a girl mm-hmm. and you spend all that time yes. and, you know, you got... You're just not the best looking guy, so you got to buy her a bunch of stuff, and you got to be super nice and like you know uh, hold the doors yep. and you know shovel the driveway, oh, yes. and then and then all of a sudden you know you get to that point where you're like, all right, it's, it's we're finally going to be together, and then just some really good looking rich guy shows up, yeah, and takes the, the quarterback right? of the football team literally <laughs> comes in and takes her. <laughs> All right, let's uh, wrap up the show today. The uh, gas tax has moved over to the Senate. The Transportation Committee heard it uh, last Tuesday. Tax Committee has heard it as well. And uh, I I get the feel, you know, sometimes like you see things and you say the train is leaving the station. Yes. And I talked about this on WIBC last week. Uh, I get the feeling that the train is leaving the station, and I think we're going to see a massive tax increase in the state of Indiana. It looks like that. I mean, you'd think that they might wait to see what the Trump $1 trillion infrastructure bill is. Um, But, you know, I think the best thing that they could do is they're probably going to have something. If they were smart, they'd probably say maybe only $0.05 or roll it back to see, hey, you know, it's not like they have to have the whole thing for 20 years this year. Because this is a total trap. Yes. Or any Republican elected office holder hearing this, this deal is a total trap because it's something that the average person, it's not gay marriage. Nope. It's not religious freedom restoration. Nope. That the media has drummed people up into because they don't really care about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it it is an issue that once it passes, 
everyone will know about it. Yes. You can't hide it. And nope. unlike income taxes or whatever, that it might, you might be able to stamp it on the back of a check and people don't notice it. Every time somebody fills up, they're going to go, why is my gas so expensive? That's exactly right. The only thing that they have going well for them is fracking in this country is coming back because of the cuts that OPEC has had to bring the price down. That's their only saving ga- grace. I believe if this bill passes, it will. It will not instantaneously because of the gerrymandering stuff, but I think at the wrong time, because don't forget, 2020, they redraw the districts. That's right. And if the Democrats were to get control by 2020, they can redraw Mm -hmm. the districts. I think this gas tax thing is a total trap for the Indiana legislature. And if they pass this, I think you're going to see them lose quite a few seats in 2018 and maybe lose the majority by 2020. And Holcomb's on the hook for this. Yeah. So what's probably going to happen is that this will, you know, it will invigorate the Democrats and it may even form this alliance between the Tea Party and the Democrats of voting certain key um, legislative body people out of the legislature. All right, Scott, good job as always. Thanks. Thanks for your expertise great to be here don't forget if you missed any part of today's show check out the podcast anytime you want we're on soundcloud or our itunes download the show right to your smartphone or tablet and go back and listen anytime you want all you have to do is search central indiana today on either one of those platforms as always the podcast presented by mcdonald's until next time i'm rob kendall saying have yourself a great evening you've been listening to the kevin kersey agency presents central indiana today on 98.9 wyrz Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577.
Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 53 89 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.